0: Well, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. I am Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Helena Harris from Little
3: Compton, Rhode Island. And you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for June 19th. Episode number 200, no, two thousand. Holy cow, 2,460. This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World.
1: Little girls, it's time to get off your ponies and get into a go-kart. And I can tell you, actually, from some experience of horses... The good thing is, when you walk out in the morning, you'll find that your go-kart hasn't crapped itself and died in the night. (laughs) So it's better than your horse. You'll also find out that go-karts are more fun than going on an horse. They just are. Yes, yes. And you'll find also that a go-kart won't, pop its long, stupid head up over the stable door and look at you. And you know it's thinking, it's trying to say to you, yeah, your wife, she's, she's back here with me, in here. Uh, she's given me breakfast in bed, crapped myself last night, but she's clearing that up with a garden fork. And then it says, and my penis is a bit dirty. She'll be sorting that out for me later on. <laughs> And then your wife's head will pop up over the stable door and she'll say, don't look at him like that. He'll think you don't like him. And you'll say, I know. (laughs) If I could speak horse, I would tell him I hate you. I hate the way you steal my wife and my money and my status around here. And then one day you'll have a conversation with your wife and she'll say, Darling, I need a trailer to move my special horse around to wonderful places because these fields are too small for him to exercise his magnificent muscled legs. And you'll say, "Okay, I'll get you a trailer. And then she'll say, I need a special car to tow the special trailer to carry the special horse. So you'll get one. And then one day she'll say, I need a lorry. A great big (laughs) lorry to carry my great big magnificent horse around the country. And the lorry must have a kitchen and a bed in it so I can sleep leap close to my horse, closer to my horse than I am to you. And at that moment, your head will bow and your heart will break because, you know, you have lost and the horse has won.
0: <laughs> that <was> Richard Hammond <laughs> on the grand tour. <laughs> By the way, let me follow that up with this. So, do you remember we got a new special trailer for her special horse so it had a front-loading ramp so the horse didn't have to back out and could walk out the front? hmm Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we had a Toyota Tundra. Well, the Toyota Tundra is a half-ton because that's all Toyota Tundra's coming. Guess what we had to do this week? You had to upgrade. We had to get a bigger truck because of the trailer, which got bigger. So, yeah, I kind of feel for that whole thing right now, which is why I played it.
3: Switch. And I'm giddy for Jennifer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, we upgraded to the same year and really the almost exact same mileage as the truck we had before, but it's a three-quarter ton instead of a half ton and has a diesel. So, it'll go for like 4,000, more miles, right? But uh, And it'll pull that trailer. <laughs> There's no question about that.
3: And it'll give your wife peace of mind. Uh-huh,
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, and it also, our trailer's a tag along because it's not very long, but it was too much for the for the truck we had. Uh, and uh, this new truck conveniently has a fifth wheel hitch already on it. So when we have to upgrade to the Living Quarters trailer.
3: <laughs> I like how you say when, we have, not if.
0: we're gonna do some comedy today because you know what it's before father's day the world's kind of going to shit so we're gonna we're gonna do some comedy today we have some more comedy lined up for you today helena's on the show that's fun too thank you for filling in for jamie i appreciate it
3: my pleasure it's always fun to be here
0: and of course helena was the first co-host here on horse radio network on the stable scoop show and now is a host of stall and stable and we have a big announcement about that don't we we do. Do I make it or do you? You can do it. Yeah, you make it. No, you make it. <laughs> so Stalin Stable is now part of the Horse Radio Network. So Helena's been doing the show for how long?
3: Uh, two and a half years. Two
0: and a half years. Wow. Doesn't seem like two and a half years. Seems like yesterday's. Maybe it was two show. years.
3: I don't know. I'm I'm at 42 episodes. How many years is that? That's a
0: long time. So, uh, so Helene is now, uh, the show is now on the Horse Radio Network, which basically means you can listen to it on the Horse Radio Network app. It's on there. You can go find all the back episodes on there. Go take a listen to all of them if you want. And you can also find it on the website on horseradionetwork.com. But you can also find it on the all shows feed. So I know about a thousand of you listen to the all shows feed where you listen to more than one show. It's If you don't know about it, you listen to more than one Horse Radio Network show. We put all the shows, ep- every episode we produce at the Horse Radio Network goes out in the All Shows Feed. And you find it by just searching Horse Radio Network, All Shows Feed.
3: I uh, love it because I get a little alert on my phone. It says, All Shows Feed, new show. And, and then, then you like, see yours? <laughs> and I do see mine now, yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that pops in and you can listen to it there. We're just happy to have you as as on, back on the network after all this time. Like I said, you can go home again. We're going to talk more about Stall and Stable later on. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about Father's Day. We have some more horse-husband humor for you. We also have some wisdom from a New Zealand farmer we're going to talk about together. (laughs) And we have a guest coming on. Neil is our editor for the last couple of years from Wild Style Media here in Florida. And he's also a dad. And he has a new store that sells dad stuff. So I want to have him on to talk about it because... Uh, Helene and I both happen to like the kind of thing he sells, so we're going to just tease it with that. And uh, if I could, I would collect more of them if Jennifer would let me, but she's not <laughs> letting me. So, because <laughs> I, I can see why. We'll we'll talk about that later. Why she won't let me collect more of those. But let's do our daily Winnies. Oh. Loud. <laughs> Sorry about that. Volume was up. <laughs> Well, my birthday Winnies go out to auditors Matthew Stanley, Lindsay Lacoursiere. I'm going with that. Lacoursiere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah? good. Yeah. yeah. Carolyn O'Hare, uh, Jack Matt, uh, Karina Marot, and Linda Carpenter. Happy birthday to all of you.
3: I get to do my Daily Winnie now? Yep. I love that. Can I just say, uh, my horse, my mare, every single time, <laughs> every single time, the Daily Winnie comes on, it gets her.
0: We hear that from more people, and I'm always surprised a number of people aren't listening on earbuds.
3: Well, no. I, I stick my um, phone in my pocket. Ah. Because my earbuds get caught up in my pitchfork, Oh, you know? <laughs> I run it
0: down through my shirt, so that doesn't happen.
3: Yeah, well, I'm not that talented. (laughs) So I listen a lot just on my, my phone's regular speaker. So. Plus, I know that the horses like to
0: hear the whinny. So, um,
3: but it, I mean, it gets her. She never figures out that this is not a real horse.
0: <laughs> uh, more and more so. people say that. Even they'll they'll be playing in the barn, and from the field, their their horses yes. will say, oh, it's, "It's funny."
3: It's so cute. It's so cute. <laughs> All right, my dilly Winnie um, goes out to a woman named Marjorie Smith. Marjorie is the founder of the Barefoot Horse. It's a blog and media platform. She was is was a pioneer in natural hoof care and really helped to bring barefoot trimming to the horse world in general she is retired now she's moved to the pacific northwest and she is a champion for uh the environment and um all kinds of eco-friendly living but um helena the freak show um Thought that her horse was dying and therefore had to pull her front shoes and that would save the horse. Um, so I, I pulled Susie's front shoes and um started to really dive deep into the research of barefoot um, hoof care and diet and all this stuff. And because I live at the end of the earth, it's really hard for me to and find. And she's OCD.
0: And when she dives into something, she dives oh, into something. Yeah. yeah.
3: So I couldn't find anybody uh, who was like a real pro quality barefoot trimmer down here. So a friend of a friend recommended uh, that I reach out to Marjorie Smith. This woman is seriously the most knowledgeable, kind, helpful person I have ever met in horse care. She and I have been communicating back and forth via email and pictures. She's for free has been consulting with me on how to best take care of Susie's feet as we transition her from shod to barefoot, a, a fabulous woman. So ma- a big daily Winnie to Marjorie Smith.
0: it's well, cool that she's just doing that out of the kindness of her heart.
3: She's like, I'm like, here's my problem. And she's like, Oh, this is fun. You know, she's been out of <laughs> hoof care for long enough where my particular issue is kind of like a puzzle to her. Um, but I am grateful for her assistance and
0: her graciousness. Very good. Well, uh, th- th- thank you to her for helping you out. That's great. So I found this and I thought this would be perfect for when you and I were on together and this is something I saw I don't know where I saw it on Facebook page someplace but it's out of a New Zealand farming magazine Uh, and it was it's called Advice from an Old Farmer and I used to be, actually, in the financial world, I dealt with old farmers. This is who I dealt with. I did estate planning for old farmers. And they were all pig. They were all some pigs and mostly cows. You know, it was in Pennsylvania. So it was mostly dairy cows. And let me tell you, there's no harder life than a dairy farmer. There is nothing worse than being a dairy farmer, in my Mm. opinion. They never get a day off. It's always work, work, work. They're up at 4, they go to bed at 9, and they've worked the entire day, all to make sure we get our milk. But it's just a hard life. It really is. Yeah. My um, neighbor's a
3: dairy farmer. Ugh, it's
0: tough. It's tough life. I mean, they truly never get any time off because those things need milk twice a day, just like our horses need fed. But you know the horses, they can slide an hour or two. The cows will burst. So, I mean, they need, really need, yeah. really need milk when they're supposed to be milked.
3: I've had to wrangle uh, loose dairy cows more than once around here. <laughs> it's, it's a lot in, of fun. In clogs, in my dance goes. <laughs> it's fun, let me tell you.
0: So, this was something that was written by an old dairy farmer. And I just thought, Helene and I, and the older you are, I think... The more you're going to relate to some of these, but I thought we could talk about them. They're just short. Uh, your fences need to be horse high, pig tight, and bull strong. Only a horse person or a farmer will un- even understand what that means. <laughs> but. Fences are everything. <laughs> this is our metaphor for life it is it kind of is when you think about it because how all of us have had i mean we had when we lived in pennsylvania there was more than one time those horses were out the road two in the morning and we get a knock on the door yeah yeah. Uh, yeah and it's always two in the morning they're always out at two in the morning it's <laughs> in a snowstorm <laughs> yeah exactly it's cold it's raining <laughs> uh keep skunks and bankers at a distance
3: <laughs> bankers more so than skunks
0: <laughs> I like that one especially if uh do you were you old enough to remember the day I used to well first of all pre ATM machine when you had mm-hmm. to go into the bank to get money out for the weekend And you used to go in, but they all knew you. I mean, every bank was a local bank. There were no big banks. Yeah, you cashed your check. You cashed your check. They knew who you were. Uh, Everybody knew who you were. When you needed a loan, you got a loan because your dad had had three loans. Uh, And you didn't, there was no co signing. It's just you were his son. So you got a loan for your car. (laughs) It was just, that's the way it was. When we bought our farm, our big farm. Uh, the guy was the biggest depositor in the bank. So we our credit was not perfect at that point in our life. And uh, we walk into the bank, and I was convinced we were going to be turned down for this loan for a mortgage, of all things. Mm. Uh, and uh, the guy looked at us and said, well, you're approved. We didn't fill out any paperwork, nothing. But the guy selling the farm was the biggest depositor in the bank. And he said, you will approve them. so we didn't we didn't fill out a credit app nothing here's your mortgage (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) that was pre 2008 (laughs) I like this one life is simpler and a lot of these are just metaphors for life you're absolutely right especially now that's why I wanted to do this now Uh, life is simpler when you plow around the stump you know sometimes going through it's just not the easiest way it's just it's not worth it no I think that's what you have to do, right? Whatever that issue is, you just have to decide, is this worth me trying to tear the stump out or do I just work around it?
3: That's a huge one with horses. Like, do you do you try to change the horse behavior or do you simply change the environment to work with what's inherent in your horse?
0: And I think we've all done both of those, right? Yeah. 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 Depending on how tired you were and how broke you were at the moment.
3: <laughs> and the older you get, you're you're more you're usually more broken <laughs> and therefore more tired. And that stump is just going to become a flower pot.
0: <laughs> Guess what? I'm have right. i looking right aside my window. I planted a garden. Jennifer, four years ago, said, don't do that. You won't keep it up. It'll become weeded. It's the most beautiful garden it has been for four years. She regrets ever saying that because it's pretty.
3: I have seen it. It's adorable. In fact, when I first pulled up, I was like who's the gardener? And she said,
0: Glenn. There's a big stump. They cut the tree down a couple years ago and I chipped out the middle of the stump and I planted this plant in it. Well, the plant has grown so large you can't see the stump anymore. And it, our plants live all year here. So, I actually dug under there. The stump's almost totally disintegrated from having this plant planted in it. Yeah, so, they do
3: rot yeah, away. Sometimes eventually.
0: you just have to rot the hell out of the stump.
3: <laughs> I'm still stuck on our plants grow all year around here. That one's kind of <laughs> stuck in my throat.
0: You replacement. Our annuals and perennials are pretty much the same. Uh, A bumblebee is considerably faster than a John Deere tractor. (laughs) 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 Or a horse. (laughs) You always think you can outrun the big big, uh, horse lie, don't you? Nope. It sticks with you. Uh, Words that soak into your ears are whispered, not yelled. Oh, so true. How true is that today, isn't it? So true. Um, and yet
3: I can see yell at my teenager. <laughs> how does that work? Does that how do work? not get that? <laughs> yes, it does.
0: It hurts. Forgive your enemies. It messes up their heads. Like <laughs> that one, actually. We've all learned that the hard way, too. Uh, oh, I love this one. Do not corner something that you know is meaner than you. Like me, <laughs> like you, yeah. Like husbands learn that one right away. Yes.
3: Thank <laughs> yes.
0: If we don't learn that one, you're in divorce court because,
3: like the the most dangerous word <laughs> word spoken between a man and a woman is when the woman says, "It's fine."
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's fine. That's don't, when you've got her in a oh, corner. And don't especially so you know. corner a horsewoman. No. Yeah. <laughs> they know how to handle that situation. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, oh, here it. It don't take a very big person to carry a grudge. So
3: true. Are you a grudge carrier?
0: (sighs) Only, it's funny. I am not, you know me long enough that I don't, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But there are a few things that I do and I hold on to them forever. Oh, okay. There are a couple things that I do. And I'm I don't lose, you know me too, I don't lose my temper. I don't get mad very often. But there has been a couple times, <laughs> you witnessed one of them. Uh, I did. Oh, I, I, did. <laughs> I don't I did. give a, back me up on this. I really don't get angry that often. I, I mean, no. i pretty whatever.
3: You know, there's a difference between a grudge and when um, someone crosses a firm boundary, and it's a reasonable boundary. But
0: I don't do that very often either. But boy, there have been a few times, once a year about, and you witnessed the one of them on a guest we had on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And everybody's now going, which guest was (laughs) it? (laughs) We're going to find that interview. Uh, Every path has a few puddles. (laughs) (laughs) I would say, change that to, if we're going to make that modern, it's every path has large lakes. Uh. oh my god filled with snakes and <laughs> yeah.
3: copperheads and, yeah, and snapping turtles and weeds <laughs> yeah
0: mm-hmm.
3: when Buck and I our very first vacation together we went to the Caribbean and we were swimming in this beautiful blue water now I I didn't really know him that well I think we were we were probably seeing each other for not quite a year or two I don't know, maybe it was eight months or something and we're swimming through this beautiful blue caribbean water and i'm chatting away i'm looking behind me and and all of a sudden we get into this like seaweed and it's thick and it's this brown red Ugh. hot
4: <laughs>
3: it got like hot you know and there was no way around it like i had to get to the dock in order to get to the dock, I had to swim through the hot seaweed. I freaked out so bad. I never swam so fast in my life. <laughs> I used to do the 50 free in high school. I think I blew away every record I ever set back then. <laughs> so we always refer to it as the hot seaweed moment because <laughs> like, life just sometimes you're you're cruising along and sometimes it puts some hot seaweed in your way and you just have to keep swimming. Ugh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ask him something about the hot seaweed. It was really funny. <laughs> and it was fine. There was nothing in it. It just happened to be
5: hot seaweed.
0: <laughs> How about this one? Don't judge folks by their relatives. You know, I, I'm going to let everybody know. You think you're the only one with a screwed up family. Every freaking family I ever met. And I was in the state business. Every family I ever met screwed up. <laughs> just, yeah. So you truly can't judge people by their relatives.
3: In fact, the more slick their life looks... Probably the more crazy it is behind that facade.
0: Everybody has those relatives. It's just, you know, sometimes they're closer than others. You know, closer in in, uh, <laughs> in relativeness. But uh, there's a new word for you. I made that one up. Uh, <laughs> don't interfere with something that ain't bothering you none. And boy, this is one that social media could practice today. Uh, this mm-hmm. is one that we've all as a society failed on. This old farmer never saw social, never saw Facebook or Twitter coming. <laughs>
3: so. I, I, I am so guilty of that. I'm like, Lena, you need to mind your own business. <laughs> You need to just get that Mrs. Kravitz. I call Susie Mrs. Kravitz sometimes because she's always trying. Like she's in everybody else's business. She is me. She's my horse is a manifestation of me. I can't. I'm on Facebook and you I see somebody I know, you saying something stupid. I'm like, and,
0: my and now, I've just checked myself fire. pretty well now. I I often I, what I do when I want to make that knee jerk po- comment is mm-hmm. I just say, is anybody going to care? And the That's answer great. is every time, nope. Nope. They're not going to nope. care. Okay. They're not going to care what I say.
3: Am I is this post going to change the world? And I'm like, "No, but it might change one person's mind, so just go ahead and do it."
0: <laughs> uh, if you find yourself in a hole, the first thing to do is stop digging. That's an old one, but it's something that we all do all the time. And yeah, uh, that's one that we never learn.
3: Nope. Also guilty <laughs> of that one. Here's another
0: one we never learned. The most most of the stuff people worry about Ain't never going to happen anyway. But yet True. we worry anyway. Now, I think the older you get, I don't know if you're finding this, but the older you get, the less of that. Uh, I worry less than I did 20 years ago. I don't know why. Just because maybe we just get tired.
3: You worry less than you did 20 years about ago. About every little thing.
0: I, I mean, I was worried about every little thing back then. I, I do worry, worry less now than I did.
3: I worry about different things. I think I'm always gonna be a warrior, but um I don't worry about silly things anymore. Like you know, how much I weigh or
0: <laughs> Yeah or how much money we're making or you know. you know your worries kind of change over time.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, but,
0: and I does that is speaking of Father's Day, does that also affect does the worries uh the worries that change over time go with the different thing ages that your child becomes or children become because you're worried about different things for them over time too does that help change it
3: yes well no i mean my daughter's 17 and i have completely different worries well
0: that's what i mean I'll, that that changes too but does that affect you
3: yes what you worry about. Yes, because when they're, when your kids are younger, you have more control over them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you, you worry, but your worries contained like you, you know, you can put them to bed, you can keep them in the house. You can kind of, you can make sure they have a safe pony. Uh, but once they start to develop their own free will and they can drive, then the worry changes. It becomes more concentrated and more intense, but like worry for me and for life in general, as I get older, You're right. I think the worries are fewer and further between.
0: I have a couple more before we wrap this up. Um, A couple of these that just are so apropos. Uh, The biggest troublemaker you'll probably ever have to deal with watches you from the mirror every morning.
3: Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir.
0: And here's one that that we all get. Always drink upstream from the herd. (laughs) 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 I like that one. And I'm going to leave you with this one, especially apropos today. Um, Don't pick a fight with an old man. If he's too old (laughs) to fight, he'll just kill you.
3: (laughs) Talk about not worrying. Just get it done.
0: Let's leave on a positive, though. Live simply, love generously, care deeply, speak kindly, and leave the rest to fate. Most time it just comes down to common sense. So, and you can see an old farmer saying that, but I just love those. I thought that they were so, this was probably written 75 years ago and Mm. it still applies today, right? I mean, nothing changes that way. Humans are humans. Uh, It's, you know, how we apply it may change, but (laughs) the fundamentals are, it's like teaching a horse. The fundamentals of life are still the fundamentals of life. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I thought you'd enjoy that.
3: Uh, very much <laughs> very much i need to think about that biggest troublemaker one yeah. <laughs> i try not to look at myself in the mirror anymore so maybe i need to that do is that. true
0: as we get older you know guys have to shave those so i'm forced to so there's that i just
3: cut buck's hair we bought a clipper's. yes we jennifer cuts her. mine too how to go it came out really good i was like look what i can do i know like, I'm, he said i'm never gonna go out and get a hair that's what again.
0: i said i'm saving 20 <laughs> bucks a month <laughs> I don't know if she liked that because it makes her nervous cutting it. But were you nervous? Well,
3: well because of, when I first did it, he's like, "Do it like this." They do it. This is how they do it at the barbershop. That's what I was this, saying I'm saying too. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you need to just <laughs> slow your roll, or, or you're going to be bald in a minute.
0: <laughs> it wasn't hard though with the clippers and the guards. It's it's easier.
3: The color just, uh, were your guards color. No, ours
0: were all black, so I have to remember the numbers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> ours had different colors, so that was pretty easy. And then I got all fancy, like getting around his ears Oh, she and stuff. did too, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, good, I'm glad to see that was successful. It was for me too. I told her I'm never going out again. And this way and I'll it was, get it done on time. I always put it off, and I was never there on time. It was eight weeks. <laughs> so.
3: It was fun, too. And it was a good bonding moment. I, like I think we bonded over it.
0: <laughs> well, I'm <glad>. congratulations, hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's hear from Kentucky Forwards Products.
5: He had waited all her life for this moment, dreaming about it since she was 10 years old. The trailer ramp touched the ground. He whinnied as she backed him out, swinging his head around to get a good look at his new home. His coat gleamed in the sun. Her love had arrived. She was breathless. He was beautiful. She could hardly wait to tack him up and start off on what she was sure would be the best times of her life. This love story is brought to you by Contribute, providing essential omega-3 fatty acids that help maintain low inflammation levels throughout your horse's body. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today.
0: Well, we thank Kentucky Performance Products for their continued support of our, all of our shows. I'm happy to announce that they've signed on for another six months on all the shows. So that's 11 years. Wow. Never missing a week. Uh, I so.
3: really like the new music on that. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I liked it very much.
0: Yeah, yeah the I'll love see story see ones people. make people cry. They, <laughs> We've heard from listeners, they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let's, uh, I want to talk more about your show, but I have somebody waiting on the line here. Uh, Neil is from Wild Style Media. He's been the editor of our shows for years and years and years. And it's Father's Day. He's a dad and he has a cutest little girl. So I want to get him on because he also, he also is doing a new store that is made for dads. So I'm going to get Neil on here we'll chat about that hello hello hi neil you're on with helena and i hi alina how are you? Wow,
2: I'm in the presence of famous people. <laughs> As if
0: it is good to work with Helene every once in a while. It just brings back a lot of memories, so it's good. So, so, Neil, I teased this earlier in the show, but I haven't said. I said you opened a new store and you're a dad. First of all, let's talk about you being a dad to the cutest little girl in the world. Ah, mm. <laughs> how's how are you doing? I'm-
2: I'm here at Tally headquarters.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How's how's Tally doing? (laughs)
2: She's doing very, very well. Thank you. We're all doing very well. uh, Still going through this whole COVID experience together, but uh, uh, she's doing really, really good.
0: Well, now, I, I noticed Tampa just announced that uh, because, you know, Florida's not following any rules like we don't nor- <laughs> like we normally don't. Um, you am surprised. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the Florida man story includes all of us, apparently. Um, so they just made it mandatory to wear masks. or they're going to throw you in the golf. Is that right? Is that the punishment? You, yeah. They're going to throw you in the yeah. middle of the golf and leave you there?
2: Kind of funny that you brought that up because uh, not even a day or so ago, I was on Facebook doing my little wear your mask rant. You know, got a little bit of a little hatred from that. right? You know, we don't have to. They don't work. And then all of a sudden, hey, if you don't wear it, you get a citation, you know, (laughs) a day later. (laughs) How much is it
0: in Tampa? I noticed the Keys. Key West just did this. The whole Keys did, actually. They just made mandatory mask wearing uh, mandatory because nobody was doing it down there either. And it's a $500 fine every time.
2: I don't know how much it is here, but you know they also did it till like next year, so that just gives you a little sign of how long they expect for these things to occur and to stay. You know, like it's not expected to leave soon if they're making it mandatory in the keys for almost another year.
3: Wow,
0: it, it's June, not like our cases haven't quadrupled in the last week yeah. here in Florida.
3: Well, once the summer <laughs> wraps up 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 north, uh, all the yeah, we'll
2: send them all up go to go you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thanks. Hey, appreciate it. Maybe they'll come down here and. And do a podcast about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's go pro- more more happy stuff. So Father's Day's coming up. And yes. uh, now they ca- they won't be able to get any of these products by Father's Day. But I wanted to have you on because you said to me one day on Facebook, you said, uh, do you like watches? <laughs> and I said, I love watches. And most people don't know that, but I love watches. I didn't watches. know that. Yeah. <laughs> and I have this habit of every time we take a cruise... And I know it's probably not the cheapest place to buy a watch, but they have really nice watches and I love nice watches. I hardly ever wear them. You've seen some because I wear them to conferences. Yeah. But, but I love the ones that you can see the innards. You know, you can oh, see yeah. the works. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, and my eyes are old, so I also love ones. The hands are are real big, so I can actually see them.
5: (laughs) Yeah, me too.
0: (laughs) So small watches don't work for me. But I I have several that I bought on cruises. And last time, though, Jennifer put her foot down and said, look, last four or five cruises, you bought watches. I'm buying a watch. So she bought a really nice watch this time, her first nice watch ever. And you started a store that's about watches and men's stuff, right? I basically started the Glenn store. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But tell us, before but, you tell us about the store, tell everybody about your watch collection.
2: Yeah, so what happened was, you know, I have all my life literally been addicted to watches. I mean, I, I grew up in Southern California, you know, and and over there, like, you match your watch to your shoes, to your shirt. So if you're a Lakers fan, you're wearing a purple or a yellow watch. It has to match it has yes. everything. And so growing up, a a lot of my friends and even at work, people would kind of mess with me and make fun of me a lot about always having the watch match my shirt, for example, or whatever. I just always wanted to color match. And then all of a sudden, I start seeing them slowly wearing them, even though they're bashing me every week. (laughs) They start buying watches. And, and, you know, what happened was… when we were considering doing the store, I actually had this idea in 2006. I just didn't have the technology that's now so easily available for anyone to do this, by the way. And so I finally just said, you know, I wanna do something that's different than film and video and the conference that we just put on and everything. And I just want something that's completely unrelated to what I do, that it's fun and that I can have fun picking the products. And if I'll go south, I can just wear them all. <laughs> <laughs> them. And so my wife loves, um, loves to accessorize, she loves to dress, Men, like men, she dresses us better than she dresses herself, you know. And so, we decided to put a store together called Toma, which I'll explain that later. And it's basically just a men's, affordable, luxury brand store. It also has bracelets, beaded bracelets, sunglasses, all of those great things that primarily it's watches and it's everything from $30 up to like a full blown diesel. Um, but it's just to give guys a chance to get something that looks really fancy, much like a cruise, right? But at at affordable prices. And so we decided to do this brand new venture together and it's gone really, really well. And it's actually super fun for me because I love to sit there and stare at watches and, and pick them. And the selection is curated. I don't just randomly pick watches. I actually go through and literally pick watches for every style of person i can imagine and it's been a really fun time it launched on june 1st um and and we're just super excited to do something totally new but also that we've been i've been loving since god knows how long
0: so well uh, how... i wait
3: i gotta wait yeah, in go here i gotta wait <laughs> in here because when i met my husband uh, i started to give him some suggestions because i'm a huge fashionista and i started to give him some ex- suggestions on you know, shoes and accessories. And every yep. time we would go out, like the younger generation would come up to him and be like, we love your outfit or dude, super cool shoes. So he uh-huh. was like, Oh, you need to like, you need, yeah, we're not going out unless you put me together. So I'm looking at your curated selection and I love everything.
4: Aww,
5: so thank
3: you. So it, they're so tailored,
5: but mm-hmm.
3: tailored yet sharp, Um, they look luxurious, but there are things that are easy to wear. Like your, the men's bracelets are masculine, but they're chic. So I'm going to be. Trolling this like well anybody
2: can wear those. I have a funny story since you brought it up, Lena. Like there's been guys that tell me as soon as I say, "Hey, you should consider a bracelet," they're like, "Oh my god, oh no, those are only." That was me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, it was you,
2: wasn't it? Was one of them. But anyway, um, what's funny is since then, uh, I've gotten like three or four of my most masculine buddies. You know, they're all wearing them. Like the kid in my house to visit you, they're all wearing them, and it's like I think a lot of these things. I my dad used to tell me you could judge a man by his watch and his shoes. You know, and that's just what he said when he was said when I was much younger. Because of in the day, you know, men wore timepieces to actually tell time. Today, we look at our phone and the watch is kind of like for looks, you know. And I kind of considered that in the pricing when you said, you know, it's so affordable. Well, because it is. I know they're not going to really look at it for time. They're wearing it to match that shirt. They're wearing it to match that suit or whatever. Um, so, but. A lot of it, too, is like you said, it's all about once you get a personal style, then all of a sudden you feel better. Then you'll wear it more, like the sunglasses that we have and stuff. I kind of picked this stuff. So, like, if you look carefully, I made sure there's, like, sunglass that matches a watch and a bracelet in that collection so that they'll bundle it. That's the goal is that after a while they'll have fun shopping there. It's not like, oh, my wife made me go. It's more like I, I like that I can get a pair of, like, blue-ish colored shades with a blue-faced watch and a cool dark blue bracelet that I can wear with my awesome, you know, navy blue suit. And it just puts you all together, and I'm just trying – that's what I wanted to kind of bring back, and we're going to add tons of more stuff. We just started with bracelets, watches, and sunglasses so that we don't get overwhelmed as well. Um, But the goal is to give guys a a choice and that it becomes a little fun again to maybe dress up. You know, guys today just don't dress up. I live in Florida where it's khaki shorts, a button-up, and a hat is a uniform here. You know, and I'm just trying to inspire people to, even if you are in that casual mode, like let's say Glenn goes to a horse show or something and he's wearing shorts and a button up, but you know what, maybe I'll throw on that nice little semi rose gold and blue watch that It'll make you pop And it'll just be an attra- uh, People will talk to you If nothing else They'll just ask you about it And then it creates A fun conversation so, And it's
3: You're surrounded By a lot of single people
2: <laughs> Yeah And I call it Toma Because in, in In the Hispanic world You know Venezuela Where I'm from When you when you, It's not only A, a word you use When somebody falls And you go Toma Like that hurt Right They also use it In slang As a way to Kind of When they like Something like A really nice car You know In America We go Dang yeah. We say Toma Like that's Awesome. I love this. So it's (laughs) called Shop. Doma.com. And that's T-O-M-A,
0: if you don't understand his mm-hmm. Venezuelan accent. Uh, T-O-M-A. Toma. Yeah. Yeah. I like how he says it.
3: See, even that's like sexy. Toma.
0: You to. If you're going to do it, you have to have
2: a little swag just like the gear, right? And it's called Toma yeah, Gear. And uh, and in the future, what I'd really love to move to and get to is that we brand our own. From all along, the goal is to brand our own gear. And one day have a Toma Gear store where you're buying Toma watches. Toma Gear. not Not just other brands, but actually our own but that's you know that's the long play because glenn taught me to play the long game (laughs) in everything i do
0: (laughs) speaking of which i gotta hey neil i gotta whisper this okay so which one did you order me
2: the rose gold and blue the pretty pretty one (laughs) is it the l-i-g-e
0: one lige or whatever lige
2: no, I got you the one that's a rose gold and blue current, but we can get you that light. That's well, not a problem. <laughs> I'm
0: putting that right now in the shopping cart, and I'm hitting checkout. This is how easy it is. Um, yeah, it's
2: super easy. And you know what? I'll give you a code and all your listeners. Uh, you oh. can put T-O-M-A 15 at checkout, and it will give you 15% off everything in the entire store. So oh, it'll be cool. even what cheaper than it already is on T-O-M-A
0: 15. Fifteen. Right, I'm buying mm-hmm. a watch today. I
3: love Yay. the um the the thin minimalist watch, the Geneva.
0: Oh yeah, my wife picked those, and it's
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> she, oh and, and mentioning that, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up. Is even though it's a men's store, all the watches, um, many of the watches are we purposely picked some that were sort of thinner and slimmer, and so that maybe the ladies would go, hey, I can still wear that, or B, the bracelets and the sunglasses are ninety percent unisex. So it's like a men's store, but we also realize that women shop for men, you know, more than men shop for men. And um, we kind of thought of that ahead of time. So we there are some watches, especially on July 4th, we're going to promote one. That really is for everybody. We just, you know, wanted to start with men. We do have a plan to do Doma Kids and then Doma Classic for the ladies. It's all coming. It's right now we're just trying to, you know, one thing I've learned in doing business long enough is, you know, to not cast such a wide net to where we cannot fulfill so right Mm -hmm. now we're just starting with something that i'm super comfortable in and i have a a a long experience in but we're certainly going to be bringing on more and more (laughs) products and and stuff so i told you i like
0: wooden watches and you didn't tell me that you got some wooden watches Oh yeah, we got more coming
2: too. You know what's cool about this is, if it you just never get tired because I could always go and find you know almost anything. So if, if any listeners out there and they're like I just wish you had leather bracelets, we have. I, I, I was thinking about you all. Uh, you know we've got tons of leather bracelets. It's not just the beaded ones. If you look in there, there's like some that have like a four or five bracelets that are all leather together and it makes a bigger bracelet. There's something for everybody there. You know, and I invite everybody to check out. It's, it's shopdoma.com. It's Shop-toma. really easy to. Com. yeah look yeah. at the
3: go on to the four-piece sets like there's they, a superman one in
2: there Batman, yeah right?
3: <laughs> there's the um, tribal ones are really cool there's some cam- like braided canvas and braided leather right
2: yeah those are going pretty quickly actually i was pretty surprised i, I we weren't sure but you know you you got to understand when you're putting a store together for anyone thinking about doing this is you can't shop how you shop you have to think about everyone you know i have to think of a glenn i have to think of me i have to think of a young business guy who just got his first job that does want to wear a nice piece but he's brand new he doesn't have four hundred dollars he needs a lodge like that for fifty dollars but you know what we also have a three hundred dollar one so when he gets that raise (laughs) or he moves up the ladder you know he he can grow with the store so we're gonna keep adding um right now we're just trying to kind of get a gauge of what people want and you can tell that obviously by what's selling you know and so
0: all right um, well i gotta ask you you here before we go um yeah how many we gotta go how many watches do you have
2: Person. Oh, gee. Uh, 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 hold on. You me see the wife is around. <laughs> you, do you mean? Do you mean in the collection? No, personally.
0: See, personally, before <laughs> you ever started all of I this, out so
2: people could see, or in the back. Case? Well, how many total? <laughs> Let's
0: go with the total here. It's like how how we ask how many horses people have. I want to know uh, how many I, watches okay. you have.
2: <laughs> I guess I'll I'll start by saying I used to have almost a hundred watches. I, <gasps> I, I got to the point that I was literally buying them if it was a team I liked or something. You know, I had a watch for every occasion. Oh, uh, and over the many years, I've whittled that down. I probably have about thirty. 30 to 35. Do you have the I little have, like,
0: watch thing that vibrates to keep the like? My, mine are self winding, <laughs> the ones I have, but every time I put them on, of course, they're not wound and they have a little <laughs> vibrating or turny watch thing.
2: I don't have an automatic one yet. I'm actually going to get this two on the store, the tourbillons <laughs> that they are automatic. Um, but the I have like thir- three boxes of the watch cases full, and then I have like ten that I like. I call them my daily beat up. I can wear them every day and beat them up a bit. Um, but most people public. have
0: one, Neil, not ten. Because
2: most people. Uh, are just they're just going to buy that one brown leather band that matches their jeans and their yeah. uniform, right? But the minute you start to wear a watch a little more, like you match your shoes or your belt or your shirt, all of a sudden it's not. All right, a we need watch. to get
0: him the hell off this show. He's too classy for yeah. us. So um, uh, <laughs>
3: you, I think I'm listening to a couple of divas over here, shopping. You put me and Jennifer are talking about horses to shame.
0: Now I know people can't get them in time, but they could also print out a picture and you know say it's on the well, way, right?
2: You know what? We're going to do a big July 4th thing so they can start ordering today and get it for the holiday weekend or whatever. But yeah, I mean, in, in time for Father's Day, you know, you, you thought about that a little too late, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Right? But, um, you know, Father's Day is every day, so um, it's oh, a good Christmas coming. good line you know? there,
0: Neil. So, good line. That's great. I, I like that line. I call this
2: call for two hours. But, <laughs> um, in all reality, the holidays are coming. No reason to wait till later. You know, the world's going through a lot right now and people are not focused on shopping. You know, maybe getting them something like that would be a great hey good vibe thing you got all the the salesman
0: pitches down here buddy i can't tell you
3: there is a super cute um preppy looking geneva watch that i think horse girls would love it's the geneva nylon strap casual unisex watch it's 1999 they have pink it's like it's like our ribbon belts um so cute pink blue red white
5: blue
2: Alright, go say ahead. goodbye,
0: Neil. Really we have to go. Say goodbye. Okay, well, love you
2: guys. And thank <laughs> you for your time. And, Helena, thanks for being on my side.
3: Oh, <laughs> hey, anytime. And happy Father's Day, Neil. Thank
2: you, guys. Bye, Hi, Neil. Guys. Thanks for everything. I'll see you soon.
3: Ciao.
0: Can you imagine if you a 100 watches? <laughs>
3: Dude, you guys were getting into the watch thing. Like, uh, you,
0: you. I've never had a hundred watches. That's for damn sure. I you, collect. Like, I collect. You could chest- do your own watch show. <laughs> I could. I collected chess sets, so a lot of people don't know that. But I, I had to stop that because I didn't have room to put them all. Chess sets yeah. take up more room than watches, so I think I'm gonna have to switch. I'll sell all the chess sets and buy watches. I just may have bought one, by the way. A <laughs> watch. Shh. The wood one. The blue one. Um. <laughs> I just checked out on PayPal. Of course, she looks at PayPal, so that's not going to work. <laughs> uh, I really like the wooden ones. I love wooden watches. I think they're cool. I don't know how long the they've
3: square wood ones? Which one, which have, one did you so like? So if you
0: go to page one uh, of the watches, yeah. the Lige Luxury Sport Chronograph, right on page one, the blue one with the blue and the gold. I like that one. Oh, yeah. I like that one. I could wear that every day. Oh, it's, it's not that It's 49 colors. bucks. Yeah. That's not wood. No, no. The wooden one's below it in the second row. Oh uh, oh oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. All right. We have to go. Ball we ball have over. to do some really bad ads. Right, we have to talk about right. your show. So let's talk okay. about your show first and then we'll do some really bad ads. So okay. um you, your show covers what kind of things? It's called Stall and Stable.
3: Stall and Stable. Stall is about your horse, horse keeping, some horse care. Stable is about the lifestyle. In essence, it's ideas for happy horse keeping. Sometimes that means making yourself happy, buying your own farm, getting a dump trailer, <laughs> and sometimes it means making your horse happy. Maybe you give them a fly mask to keep them comfortable. Maybe you um have a massage or you you know you pull their shoes and you have them go barefoot. Uh, so Stolen stable is all about um, keeping a happy horse so that when you get into the tack, they're not a raving maniac like mine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you have a clip for us. Tell us about that.
3: Um, My most recent episode, which actually came out the day before yesterday, I got a chance to interview Lori Rodriguez, who is an auditor. She's an HRN fan, but she's also a new backyard farm owner. She and her husband bought a Property in Tallahassee, Florida, and she's got a little two-stall barn, and we had a real uh, lovely discussion about what it's like for her, and that's what this clip is about.
0: Oops. Is that right?
3: Uh, yes. I we, I left the intro okay. in. This
0: is the Horse Radio Network. <laughs>
1: You're listening to The Stall and
2: Stable Show Ideas for Happy Horsekeeping. This podcast is brought to you by Sparkle and Boom Communications.
3: One of my favorite things about podcasting is the opportunity it brings to connect with other horse owners, no matter where they may be, and sharing their stories and ideas for happy horsekeeping. We welcome one such listener today, Lori Rodriguez from Tallahassee, Florida. Lori shares with us a bit about her life as a backyard horse owner in the Sunshine State, including how she handles the heat, the bugs, manure, maintenance, and more. So listen in. Okay, so you got a two-stall barn, nice-sized stalls, um, and now you fenced in your pasture, I assume.
6: Yeah, so the, the pasture had fencing, uh, already, uh, it's about three and a half acres of the property or under the three board fencing for the horses. Okay. Um, and there's a funny story about that because when we're buying the
2: house, I kept pitching to my husband, "Oh, it's move ready with the barn and the fencing, and we're just going to be able to just a s- couple small things, and we're good to go." And then we got in, and and I'm starting to spend ridiculous amounts of money on boards. And he goes, I thought you said the fence was great. I'm like, well, yeah, but then we moved in and I saw that this line needs to be rebuilt and these fences need to be replaced. So I have a, we have the continual conversation of, you said this was move-in ready. Why are you spending X amount of money on this item that seems completely un, unreasonable? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. So he's learning there's a difference between move-in ready and horse ready.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I heard there? You're all liars. You're just liars. That's what you are. You lie to us all the time. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. (laughs) We don't lie. We
3: just, we tell our version Uh of the truth.
0: <laughs> or, or the truth as you know it that particular minute. Yeah, <laughs> we, you all know it's going to change. That's just that's what I heard there. I heard, but it does give you a feel for what the show is about, and it really is about horse care, right? About taking yes. care of your horse and and what what people do to do that successfully. And it's all stuff we have to deal with. We all have to replace those boards. I mean, my my landlord just replaced thousands of dollars worth of fencing. Uh, and you know it's just ugh.
3: <laughs> it's, you, you you have to do it, but at the end of the day, it's cheaper than boarding, honestly, um you know, depending on where you are, but it, it's really it, it, in my my opinion, I think um one of the things that I do love about the show is we we do talk a lot about the small horse property, keeping horses um on a smaller you know under ten acres. Sometimes, a lot of times under five acres, it, because I feel like the more people who buy horse properties and bring their horses
0: home, the more homes we'll have for horses.
3: And um, I do believe that there is a home for every horse.
0: So let's... com is the website. You can find it at any podcast player. You can also find it now on the Horse Radio Network, all shows feed, and also on our app. So look for it there. Thanks, Alina. You're welcome. All right. It's time.
1: Att- I say, pay attention.
0: If you ain't met one by now,
6: you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if the talking in circles in the D-lane square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading, a horse trading.
0: That's right. It is time for some really bad ads. That time of the week when listeners send us ads they found on Craigslist or they found on Facebook, and we just have a little fun with them. And today, a lot of them are read by our listeners. So, Helena and I got off easy today. We only have to read a couple, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Auditors, I wanted to make a point, too. Hang out. I want to talk to Helena about something after the show and the post-show. So, hang out to after the show. So, Helena, let's get started with some uh, really bad ads. Now, I did want to mention that that uh, uh, Horse Lovers right now is go- uh, very busy. So, And the woman that I deal with normally to give us the prizes for the month has been off. So I'm offering a box of crap until we get the next load of prizes from Horse Lovers. So I was cleaning out my closet. I still found more <laughs> crap in there. So a box of <laughs> Glenn's crap from the closet is the coveted prize everybody wants anyway. So I'm giving away a box of crap. And did you get the Fergus print that... This Not story. yet. Okay. I Not have yet. one Fergus print left that I'm going to put in the box, and I think most people know it's uh, it was done by Jean Abernethy one night when we did a special, and she drew it during the special for an hour, and it's Helene and I. We were all dressed up that night doing an art show, and Helene and I, with Fergus in the middle, it's the cutest drawing ever, and I had them printed out really nice, and I will send one in this box of crap. So, And people donated $180 to get one of those, so this is a hundred and eighty dollar value just with the print, right there? That's awesome. And there's only a few of them in the world, and uh, you'll be you'll be a lucky one to have one. It is really cute. I can't wait to get it. I found a barn board frame to Ooh. put it in. It's perfect. It is absolutely perfect. So I can't wait for you to get it too. You're gonna love it. <laughs> All right, let's get started. And the first up today, oh, I gotta say that really bad ads were also submitted by Angel Cassidy. Ursina, Rachel, Hannah, Alex, and Tiffany. We aren't going to be able to get to yours today because we had so many, but you're in the drawing for the prize. If you submit your own recording, you get double the entries for the prize every month. And Spirit did hers.
6: Hi, Jamie and Glenn. Spirit Brooks calling from Oregon with a really bad ad. So, this really bad ad is for Andy, Ultimate Kids Horse Family Horse, $7,500. And this was from Craigslist. So, not very much punctuation, so bear with me. This horse has been used on Eastern Oregon's largest feedlots. For five years, he sorted thousands of cattle, roped and branded them, doctored them, moves all parts of his body forward to back and rope on him, put anyone on him. Period. He's like your best friend, he'll give you hugs, kisses, He's easy to ride, half quarter horse, half Andalusian, but he hasn't been trained like the Spanish horses, he's been used on a ranch, period. You can gather him up like a dressage horse, or drop him down like a western pleasure horse, or in a short time have him spinning like a rainer or working cattle, or the ultimate kid's rope horse. When the weather was bad, freezing rain, th- thunderstorms, snow to his chest, this is the horse the guy would grab to go to work the cattle. And there's a phone number. So two pictures with this guy, and uh, you can't really see the horse in the picture, although it looks like uh, there is a guy with a yellow slicker in the midst of a herd of cows. And the other picture is a gray, uh, looks like a gelding, and it's sideways, with a kid pulling back as hard as he can with a rope in his hand and the horse's mouth gaping um, and his head in his chest. So seventy oh, $7, five hundred for this guy,
0: <laughs> an Andalusian quarter horse uh, roper that worked on the <laughs> ranch.
3: <laughs> that can do anything, even dressage.
0: <laughs> Why do people insist on taking the most horrible pictures ever and thinking that's going to sell a seventy five hundred dollar horse? I don't get it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You're up, Vicky. Sent the next one
3: from Vicky Dean, pony horse in Zolfo Springs, Florida for. This guy was bought for my daughter who has changed her interest. He's a precious guy. I am his second owner. He's good ridding. He is strong and fast. I sent him to a cowboy for two mons because he had not been ridden in a long time. We lounge him before we, (laughs) I I just have been doing that since I got him would consider a trade for a good trail horse of equal valve. (laughs) (laughs)
0: God. <laughs> so I'm going to give you my crappy trail horse that's worth $3,500 for your good trail horse. I love this sentence. I will consider a trade for a good trail horse because this one ain't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we
0: lounge him before we ride. <laughs> and you know, I after having just gone car shopping, all I could think of when he said, uh, he's a precious guy and the second owner, is that I wanted to look up the Carfax and see, see if, if he had an accident. <laughs> this
3: pony has been in an accident. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, anyway, I wonder if these people ever sell their horses. They probably do, and that's sad. Here, Robin sent the next one in.
5: Livestock Guardian Horse. You heard right. She guards livestock and lets you know when something is wrong. Sally has been a great horse, but we no longer need her. She does all the basic goodies. Stands for farrier, Barefoot. Tied and cross tied, for baths and saddling, good for fly spray, hoof picking and sunscreen, easy to catch, loads on the trailer fine. We let her out of pen every day and she hangs out around the farm like one of the dogs. Used to cars, tractors, quads, dirt bikes, gunshots, generators, not a spooky horse. Goats, dogs, and chickens run under her all day long with no issues. Rides perfect around the ranch, but doesn't like to go out on trails unless you bring a goat along. I usually just have one on a rope tied to the horn to follow behind us. Not sure if she'd go alone if she lived alone. Maybe if you and her were really good friends first. I've always just had goats. Maybe with another horse she would. Sally is 20, but acts more like she's 12. She has great feet and has never had a sick day. She's a Mustang, but don't let that change your mind. She's... Better behaved than some of the eighty thousand dollar Hanoverians I used to work with. Ideally, I'd like to trade her for a horse trailer, quad, or boat. Let me know what you have. <laughs> Otherwise, this lovely lady is listing for two thousand dollars OBO. Not for inexperienced beginners or young kids unsupervised. She's an older mare and will get her way if you let her. Does well with a proper hand. <laughs>
0: So the whole first minute of the ad was how wonderful it does everything, and then it always is the last line that gets you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but you know all that stuff I said at the beginning? Forget that. You, you need an experienced <laughs> rider because this horse is a jerk.
3: <laughs> That's the by the way. Remember, yeah. I've, I've spent the last you know couple of years horse shopping. It's always that you've got one foot in the stirrup and you're swinging the other leg over, and it's, oh, by the way, let me, <laughs> I forgot to tell you. <laughs>
0: Ugh. that's all i gotta say about that one all right the next one is our trailer of the week and oh my god um <laughs> sent this one in let me read it trailer eight hundred dollars frame has been reworked extras included now let me tell you about this trailer it's in a junkyard literally there's a piles of junk everywhere behind it, in front of it, to the side of it. It is buried. I don't know how you get the trailer out. Construction debris. (laughs) Tires. (laughs) There's construction debris in it, around it, (laughs) under it. The the grass is so... You can't even see the tires. I don't know if it has tires. I don't know if it has tires or not. (laughs) You can't see the tires, but it you're, just says rims. I wonder if you have to move all the crap out of the way to get the trailer out if you buy it. If you're, oh, and it has graffiti on the trailer too, <laughs> smiley faces. But it's faces.
5: got a plate on it. It's registered.
0: <laughs> it was at one time. Looks like a Florida plate too. Oh my god, this is awful. I, mm. I, I, I usually there's junk around them, but not on all four sides. It's going to take a, a bulldozer to get to the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Eight hundred dollars too is way over our four hundred dollar allowed limit for crap. There's a lawnmower, an
3: old lawnmower in front of it. I just, it's this, it's like, um, you know, where's Waldo? The longer you look at the picture, the more crap you see in it.
0: How do you like the smiley faces that somebody painted on them?
3: (laughs) (laughs) They're a little obscene. I I don't know. It's a creepy smiley face.
0: Looks like a happy smiley face. Uh, So if you want a project, uh, there you go. Uh, That's a project. You can do that. All right, Scott always sends us ads, uh, and Scott's best at reading ads, but his is really quiet, so I'm going to have to crank this up.
4: Hey, this is Scott from Virginia with a bad ad from Facebook shared by Colleen Lapp and Auditors, and it reads, Satan's own personal rooster needs a new address. (laughs) Do you hate your children or grandchildren? Do the neighbor kids keep coming and snooping on your property? I have the solution for you. Chaz is a -A grade-A a-hole that wants nothing more than to murder children. His favorite thing to do when my children are outside playing is corner them and attempt to spur their eyes out. He also loves to climb up my back and attack me when I'm grabbing the eggs in the morning. Will he protect your flock from predators? Absolutely not. He will run and hide. The only thing he will attack is humans, especially the small ones. Will he breed your hens? Yes. All of them. All the time. Constantly. He is a beautiful bird, so he has that going for him. He turned one in May. For absolutely no charge, you can own your own personal disciple of Satan. If nobody wants him by tomorrow, he will be in the stew pot for dinner tomorrow evening. Update Chaz has made it to the stew pot. I have decided to have him marinate in holy water in hopes that he will not possess my family when we eat him.
0: (laughs) I didn't see that end coming. I can't believe there's people like this out there. <laughs> I just. Can't. All right, you do, Janice.
3: <laughs> <got nothing. clears throat> Jenna McKay. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> From North Texas area horse swap. Bay paint mare, five years old. Perfect horse to throw somebody on that you don't like very much. We'll get the job done every time. We purchased her with the name Carol already given to her. But we didn't know she earned it by being a man killer. PM me for more information. And, and then there's there's a dual photo of this adorable little paint horse bucking the buoy out of some, like, seven-foot-tall dude. And she is, like, she is determined to put him six feet in the ground. I got to tell you, it was
0: an honest ad. It was honest. Yeah. <laughs> Five years
3: old. Aw, this makes me want her.
0: <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. Uh, Aaron sent this one in.
6: Hi, my name is Aaron. I'm calling from Vermont with a really bad ad from our local community email list serve. It is titled "Please Give Them a Home." The ad says, "My cousin, comma, husband, comma, well-behaved small show dog, and sister-in-law." are seeking a two- to three-bedroom, two-bath rental here in Vermont. Looking to stay two months. Can somebody offer these lovely folks respite? So I'm not sure how the show dog and sister-in-law are related to the cousin and husband, but that's a whole lot of folks living in a two-bedroom house in lovely Vermont. So if anyone else is out there and wants to, um, to host this crew... Let me know. I'll send
0: you the ad. Yeah, I'll sign that one right up. What could possibly (laughs) go wrong? (laughs) All right, two more we have time for. These were also done by our listeners. Kelly sent this one, and she said, This is from Craigslist in Minnesota. I've always wanted to have my dad, who is 74, read a bad ad from here because I thought we'd get to hear a good, authentic Minnesotan accent. I didn't coach him at all, so when he busted out the southern accent, I had to stifle giggles. Also, wait for the end. So here's 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 Dad.
2: Blue Rome Philly horse, three thousand dollars, right here in Pine City. Get Gummit. It's a two thousand eighteen AQHA Blue Rome Philly. She stands fifteen hands. She
3: stands out with color. A booth with Hancock bloodlines that take her any direction Bella is gorgeous friendly loads trims
2: she comes running to have the halter to put on her
3: and take her for a walk Bella is used to being around cattle dog tarps in the wind <laughs> should I buy that horse well s- s- make an offer <laughs> good job dad
0: <laughs> Good job, Dad. <laughs> dog parts in the wind what's the parts I, in I, the wind? I, I lost it. I was trying to hear the southern accent. And, uh, Kelly, uh that uh, may have been a southern Minnesota accent, but <laughs> <that's->
3: <laughs> I all I heard was dog parts in the wind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's let Lindsay end today.
5: This is Lindsay in Indiana with a farm related item for sale for a media sale mid sized hole, fifteen dollars. Selling this hole I dug, $15 firm but willing to negotiate, would be great for a fire pit or start to a bunker project. Honestly, the possibilities are endless. Would be a cool Mother's Day gift. Pick up only. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay that's what makes the world go round <laughs> thank you everybody who submitted ads we really appreciate it if you want to submit an ad for next time send it to jennifer at com. jennifer at horseradionetwork.com and of course you can find you can find Helena's show at sullenstable.com and all podcast players please give it a try take a listen we would appreciate that also and thanks to Kentucky Performance Products for continuing their support of the Horse Radio Network for their 11th year we really appreciate that more than anything right now that is for sure also thanks to our auditors for continuing to support us and we will be uh, hold on to after the closing music Helena and I are going to chat for a minute or two about something that I had to deal with and I thought was just (laughs) wow so anyway that's it that's it for today thank you Helena for joining me today I appreciate it What a wonderful way to spend my morning. Thanks for having me. And Jamie will be back next week. She's out at uh, Monty Roberts doing the movement this weekend. I know a lot of you signed up to watch the videos of her and Monty working together with a bunch of other professionals. It should be a lot of fun. So I hope you get to enjoy her this weekend. And we'll see you all back here on Monday. So auditors, so uh I we uh, we talked a little bit about the truck and to answer your questions, because everybody always asks, horse people always ask. Uh, we traded from our uh Toyota Tundra to a GMC uh, three quarter ton diesel. So uh, this thing should pull that trailer, no problem. <laughs> and also we'll pull the next trailer that Jennifer decides on then. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, I was telling Helena this before the show. I was surprised, and I don't care how you feel about masks. Really, I don't. Um, But we go in, and usually if it's a business, you would expect them, especially a customer-forward business, right, where you're meeting customers to do multi-tens of thousands of dollars of transactions. Not one person at the dealership had a mask. And this is a major dealership. So so, not cool. so the guy doing the financial stuff who you have to sit at the desk with right sign all the five thousand papers, um, he actually disinfected everything and did put a mask on and he said he only has one lung so he has to do that, but um, he disinfected everything. I watched him. It took him five minutes to clean everything, uh, but otherwise the salesperson. But one good thing is they don't ride in the car with you now to test drive. Ah, which okay. I always I don't know about you I hated that. Yeah, oh, it's one of my biggest pet peeves ever. I would ask them, "Do you have to go with us?"
3: <laughs> they don't though. Recently, they've. When I bought my truck, they didn't come with me.
0: Yeah, I think uh, now, especially I think because of the whole COVID thing, uh, yeah. we almost thought about not going back there because they weren't wearing masks. I just thought it's just rude. Uh, you know, I don't care how they feel personally or whether it's a political thing or what. They're still dealing with customers who might, in like in my case, have real pr- problems I have to worry about, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm one of those vulnerable people. So now they, I, I thought I was going to. I did none of the, I said, I said to them too, you know how long it takes to sit there and do the negotiation part. It takes hours. They're going back and forth to the manager and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I didn't do any of that. I have something to say about that. Oh yeah. I didn't do any of that. I said, we're not doing that. I'm not sitting here for three hours. We'll do it by email which of course they hate because they have no control, yeah. right? Yep. I can't tell you, we we did 10 emails back and forth negotiating this thing. And two of them I did in a negative close. You'd be so proud of me. I said, well, th- we're obviously too far apart. Thanks for your time. Uh, you know, go ahead and sell it to somebody else. Because they also were using the, we got other people interested, yeah. which obviously yeah, yeah. was a lie because they didn't. Um, because we did that email back and forth negotiation thing for about four days. And then the manager emailed. Yeah. Uh and I twice said, Oh, we're done. I'm out. And twice yeah. they came back.
3: <laughs> so. It's the, their whole tactic of keeping you there and wearing you down by making you wait, that is that's it. That's everything to them. So when you do it by email, they've got no leverage.
0: Yeah, and they didn't. And I wouldn't talk to him on the phone either. <laughs> I didn't oh, he God, said not. call me and I would I didn't. Yeah. Um and then I thought when we go back to pick up the truck then we mm-hmm. had to sign the papers, but they had it all done. I mean, it took us 10 minutes. Uh, would the salesman, because he saw us in mask the first time, I mentioned in one of the things that I'm not sitting there for three hours because I'm one of the vulnerable people. He yep. did, I thought he'd have a mask on when he greeted. Nope. Not then. Not the second time. And I just thought that was rude. You would think if I was in sales, I would I always try and go where the customer is, right? You you and if I see the customers being that concerned and careful, and he even brought up about the the guy from finances having also issues too. I was surprised.
3: Well, it's Florida. (laughs) You're in Florida. So what you know what what's surprising? <laughs> it it's uh, yeah.
0: But you can do negotiations by email. That's my helpful hint for today. <laughs> you
3: well that's to. good because we're shopping for a new truck.
0: Oh, well don't play the game. Just tell them. I'm not I'm not doing it. You know, and I'm
3: the um I'm the negotiator <clears throat> in the family. We we when my husband wanted a fancy German car, we bought one that was you know, pre-owned and uh I negotiated it down to a very, very good price. And he was like how did you what how do how did that even happen? You lay it down. You say, This is what I'm willing to spend. And then you walk out. Mm. And we were, we were like probably six or eight miles out of the dealership when we left. And I said, and my phone rang. I said, that's gonna be them <laughs> coming down in the price. <laughs> yep. He's like, no way. I was like, yep. Sure <laughs> enough. We only got six miles before he was like, all right, we'll meet your price. Damn it.
0: Well, use the line that you're vulnerable. And he is vulnerable, so you don't even have to use the line. You don't have to lie. Uh, You know, he is vulnerable. We're not going to sit here, you know. Uh, We'll talk about it whichever way you want to go on the phone or, you know. But otherwise, you're there for four hours. It's just crazy.
3: (laughs) It's it's a tactic. Yeah. They they wear you down. So don't just I mean, they literally can check
0: your credit in about 10 seconds now. You know, so that's not like it used to be either, you know, where it would take them hours to do that, waiting yeah. for the facts to come in, right? Uh, that doesn't happen anymore. They, it takes them five seconds to look at that.
3: And, and read every line item on the paperwork.
0: I may not have done that.
3: <laughs> yeah, because they, they have a way of massaging in little extra fees, quote unquote fees, that bumps up their their profit on the front end.
0: So you so bought a big- bigger trailer and you need a new truck too and you're doing that to your husband too like Jennifer did to me. What are you doing?
3: No, no? I just want a new truck. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I we had ours had a couple of issues and um what do I you just have feel now? like I we have a Ford F150. Okay. We have an 8 cylinder, yep. the STX model, and we bought it used. So it's a 2013. So it's 7 years old. That's a, that's what this one is actually. Yep. But it doesn't have a bed liner in it. And uh, so we, yeah,
0: that's – you need that. Yeah. yeah,
3: and uh, so we just had the brakes redone, but because we live in the country and we don't have a paved driveway, we've been – we park the truck on grass a lot, and that can really trash your brakes. So um, before it starts this, you know, sort of waterfall of effects, I thought let's – So are you looking at getting in.
0: another uh, 1,500 or getting a, getting the three-quarter ton?
3: So interestingly, I'm I wanted a Toyota Tundra. Um, because they're I could have sold you one. I know. They <laughs> last so much longer. But but um the GMCs and the Chevys, you get a lot more towing power yeah, you do. for better price.
0: We went from about eight to ten thousand on the Toyota to fifteen yeah. or sixteen thousand on this. It's, and you could tell when this much. trailer was loaded down uh, with the two horses, it weighs probably eight to nine thousand. Oh and wow! You could tell on the on the half ton, it was you know it was pulling it, but you wouldn't have wanted to go for eight ten hours. You, you what
3: know. kind of trailer is the new one?
0: It's uh, I don't remember. It's a brand that's made around here. Um, okay, but we got it because it has the front ramp, so they walk in the back out the front.
3: So, and it's also a little bit heavier.
0: Yeah, because of that, yeah. it's heavier. Um, yeah. And it's a little longer because they, they needed to have room in front of the two horse for them to walk out. Okay. Right. So, it's angled so they can both get out from both sides. And then in front of that is the, the tack room, which is also now, a little angled.
3: Is this all for Scooter?
0: <laughs> no, no. this was mostly for her horse who doesn't like the trailering. Oh, Although, wait, Scooter didn't like backing out either. He, he had backing. to turn around. He was a turnaround guy. Um, yeah, so I mean, it was kind of both of them. But I'll tell you what, I'll we love this ramp. Oh, it made the too. world a difference. It it yeah. really did, and it's so easy to take them out. You know, because backing out was it's sometimes hairy too, right? Because they flail and they or they back out <gasps> well, quickly or, or yeah, or they yeah. slip. Walking Aww. out the front is just like whoop, walking out. You know, it's no big deal. It's All really right, nice <laughs> that way.
3: Now, now I might have to upgrade to a fifteen hundred.
0: Now you're gonna need the twenty five hundred.
3: I just wanted a, I just wanted a newer Kingston <laughs> two horse base model. Now, forget it. I gotta go with the. the ramp. Yeah,
0: we started there, and then we ended up with this. So, yeah. well, we
3: just spent a gazillion dollars on trees. We're we're building an island, a berm between us and the neighbor's property. So we're you we got no that money. Instead
0: left. of the uh, the tall fencing, instead Privacy of the wall fencing, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: now we went with uh, literally a lot of money on trees that are already six to seven feet tall. So I can't Why get do I we can't all get into trouble. Neighbors? No. Well, we don't even have a neighbor yet. He just bought the lot oh. and clear cut it and left all the crap, like the uh, the dirt so it piles, looks like hell. and the it looks like hell. and We've been living with it for almost three years. So we finally said we're just we're literally going to put in a wall of evergreens. And we, they just put the first, we bought 19 trees so far and they put in 15 of them and it is amazing. It is so beautiful and oh, hmm.
0: we don't have to look at the crap. Yay. Good for you. So, No
3: trailer, no new trailer for me. My trailer is perfectly fine.
0: So are you looking at uh, American made? Do you have a, br- a brand of truck? Yeah.
3: Kingston. Yeah. I like the Kingstons. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I do. They're simple, they're safe, they're lightweight, they're well thought out, and they're made right here in Massachusetts.
0: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, that's it for today, everybody. You guys have a good weekend. Uh, I have to drive the new truck into town right now, so I'm going to do that, and then uh, we'll see you all on Monday. I think Wendy's going to be filling in for Helena on Monday jamie on monday cool so i think that's what's happening if jamie's not going to be here i think it's going to be wendy is going to jump in but thank you for doing this today it's been fun working with you again and it was fun because we only had the one guest and you and i do like to do shows when we don't have any guests we can just talk yeah
3: yeah yeah but neil's like family so yeah
0: yeah that was and you know what we had to talk a little guy stuff it's father's day
3: it was, I'm surprised at just how chatty two guys can be when talking about like accessories and fashion. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm a little like,
0: hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. All uh-huh. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you, everybody.
3: Have a great weekend. Bye.